0: Welcome to Folk and Beyond with Air Stephen for a journey into contemporary folk music from all over the planet.
1: Stephen Barling and Brandon Collins, B.C. Sometimes they are known as the War on Christmas that was performed live in the WTJU Air Studio as they were a guest last year about this time. And now we're going to transition into Ellis Paul, who, as musicians move to this area, you know, they aren't necessarily originally from here, but we tend to want to claim them, and who wouldn't? And Ellis Paul, now, you'll see him around town at times, and he's going to be performing for you at the Southern on January 2nd, coming up. We'll talk more about that as the time goes on here this Christmas Eve. But Ellis Paul is live in the studio coming up, and we're going to play a tune off of his brand-new CD that will be released at the Southern on January 2nd. And this tune is called Sometime, Someplace, and you might catch that that place is right here in Charlottesville. Here you go, right off of the brand-new CD, the day after everything changed. Here's Ellis Paul on Folk and Beyond. (music)
0: a glass on the table She's a Buddha with a bottle There's a devil in her grin. Mr. Paul, if you're able to find someone to take you home, I would fill you up again. Yeah, I came here for somebody, but I fell for the bar. It's got mahogany tables, whittling a car. There's a fiddle in the corner singing sorrow to the night. Makes me forget about tomorrow, because tonight I'm all right, so- There's a crowd at the front bar, all the locals and the cronies talking about the sugar days. Tell me gypsy fortunes lie about the rain. I love the way the bartender whispers my name. I want to stand up on bar barstool, shout out to the night. I don't need a love forever, I just need some tonight.
1: Ellis Paul from his brand new CD, The Day After Everything Changed, which will be the Charlottesville release of it, which I think is going to be a little earlier than the like national release, uh, which is really cool, and that'll be at the Southern on January 2nd, and I think it's the Southern's very first show of 2010, Celebrating with Ellis Paul then, and Celebrating Christmas Eve with Ellis Paul now, live in the WTJU Air Studio. Here's Ellis Paul.
0: It was like a hummingbird Flew through the air between us Bringing a promise from your lips to mine A sweet honey kiss like none I dare taste, stand straight to my head like wine. I carried all the rust, the crust, it's still burning on my skin. It's turning on the wall Colors they change
1: The ringing's done.
2: Listen to that sustain,
1: Ellis Paul, right here in the WTJU air studio. Ellis, it's an honor.
2: Happy, uh, happy, merry Christmas Eve.
1: Such air. a pleasure. We talked about this for a while, and yeah, and here we are. And I had Ellis in here. I don't know, a couple years ago, I think, kind of about the time that uh, Dragonfly Races was perhaps coming out, mm-hmm. which uh, was a very unique CD for you. A lot of people don't know, but Ellis is quite a artist in many facets as if you pick up dragonfly races it was his first time he ever did a children's album yeah yeah i have
2: two kids and i wanted to create some kids music for him so
1: and he did all the drawings all the art on it as well
2: it was fun i'm gonna do more of those and and keep just having it all be drawn by me and keep photographs and things off of it and you know just make it i need a place to put all my my art work somewhere so that's where my Art Jones goes.
1: Ellis just performed for you live in the Air Studio. That was the title cut from the day after everything changed. And one of the things that I noticed about this new CD was this huge, huge sound that has been developed. Uh, some of the songs on here, you don't play any music as far as you've written the music, but you've hired or had all your friends play the music, and you are just the singer on it.
2: I'm a vocalist. Yeah, it's the first time. I In fact, we caved and... Sometimes some of the songs don't have any acoustic guitar in them, so uh, it's a, an interesting evolutional, uh, evolutionary, I guess, uh, part of my career, I guess. I'm going to just stop playing guitar altogether maybe next time. <laughs> <who knows.
1: laughs> no, no, because some of the best songs on the new album are when you do play guitar, and, and when he plays sparsely or when he plays very intricately, and we might get one of those off of him live or we might might play it on the CD here today, but uh, he also plays piano.
2: I do. Yeah, I just started playing piano and um,
1: I'm loving it. You know, it's, it's, it's strange. You know, you,
2: get, you kind of feel like you're hitting the ceiling on one instrument and then you, you actually lower your, your, uh, your academic playing skills by switching instruments. But for some reason, it creates all sorts of uh, writing juices and you get to start writing again in a different way. So switching to piano for a while has been really good.
1: So we don't get to hear any live music off the piano today, because he did bring his guitar, but he did not bring a piano.
2: Normally, you know, I have it just rolled in wherever I go. I have it attached to like a bungee cord, and it just kind of
1: especially like it when you me. carry the grand piano on your shoulders. <laughs> it makes me think of Atlas and that whole picture. That's right. With your long blonde flowing hair there, and <laughs> with the, piano the weight on my of back. the world on your back. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. Ellis Paul, a lot of people don't know, kind of came up through this. Um, or first became noticed and started his career. And I don't think we necessarily talked about that before on this show. Maybe we touched on it briefly, but I wanted to touch on it a little bit here today. Back in about 1992 or something, and we've been playing Neil Young from the 1992 year today off wow, of yeah. Dreamin' Man. So it's kind of a, a interesting juxtaposition here on when you started your career. And that was up in the Boston area, I believe.
2: Yes, that's right. Yep
1: tell us a little bit about that and, and who you met and who you're influenced by and the scene that was happening and you don't have to tell us the you know personal stuff
2: <laughs> you don't want the sordid details
1: well i uh, do but
2: well you we'll know talk about that later boston boston's a great place for this kind of music because um well we're lucky to have you you here and and the other decent radio stations that we have in charlottesville but up in boston they have uh a lot of folk uh singer-songwriter stations there's there were 3 at the time playing music consistently all the time there and it really helped to uh bring people out of the woodwork who were you know des- desiring to be songwriters and folk artists and uh and so I was running around doing just open mic nights in the Boston area with Patty Griffin and Martin Sexton Dar Williams uh Jonathan Brooke from the story was doing them, and uh, we were all like 23, 24 years old just trying to find some toehold to get a career started with. And and all of these people are still making their living doing it, plus you know, probably 12 other folks, too, who are among that same circuit. It's pretty cool.
1: Well, you all are always searching for work and gigs, and I'm sure that some of you kind of get together at different festivals that you all happen to be booked at. But have you ever decided that let's do this whole thing that – you know, we all came up together. Let's do something that celebrates that, where where we're all, where we where we promote this tour together and all tour together. Have you ever thought about anything like that?
2: You know, it's it's funny. It would be hard to put pull it together because um, you know, Patty Griffin lives in Austin. Jonathan's out in Los Angeles. Um, Martin Sexton is in Western Mass. I'm down here. I, I don't know that we could all manage to pull it together and, and do something like that. But that would be pretty cool. There's a very famous. Uh, photograph of uh, all these Harlem Renaissance jazz artists standing out on a stoop in Harlem. Have you seen that shot? Like Dizzy Gillespie's in it. And no. oh, there's probably like 50 of them. They're just standing in for a group shot. And I I sometimes have thought that that would be the really cool thing to do would be to get everybody back into Boston for one group shot and, and do it in Cambridge in front of the club pass scene, which is the famous folk club up there. Because in that... In the last 20 years, so much of the national scene has popped out of that one club. You know, a lot of the national artists that are doing this, especially solo artists, uh, have come out of that scene. So it would be nice to have a photograph that represented
1: it, for sure. But the tour is a great idea. Aren't, Aren't you playing up there this weekend, even?
2: Yeah, actually, on Saturday, I'm playing up in Portland, Maine. And then I do five shows in Boston over the New Year's holiday.
1: Five shows in two days or something like that? Yeah, it's crazy. And one of them will be one of your children's shows? Uh-huh. I'm doing a New Year's Eve uh,
2: children's show and then two shows on New Year's Eve and two shows the night before and then one in Portland on Saturday.
1: What a workhorse. A real stud right here <laughs> in Charlottesville.
2: I'm going to be walking funny after it. Believe me, it's going to be... <laughs> it's, it's a lot of work, a lot of vocal work, especially because my songs are uh, they're not like... Uh, you know, they, they test the range of my voice, and uh, so I'm always pretty shot afterwards, but it's, it's, it's great fun. I've been doing it for 15 years, and the shows always sell out, and uh, it's, it's been, been great.
1: There you were, 23, in Boston. This incredible scene's happening, and when did you start your affiliation, your infatuation, your study of Woody Guthrie?
2: that happened uh, a few years later probably 26 27 i read this book by joe klein called um, uh Woody Guthrie's life it's like a landmark biography it's one of the best books i've ever i've ever read and woody's life you know among Many things that make it interesting is that it was a history of the 20th century. You know, he was he was born just prior to World War One, and then grew up in the Dust Bowl area in in uh, Oklahoma, and migrated to the to the West with all the Okies who were trying to eke out a living in the peach orchards and things in California, and and, uh, and then he drifted and migrated over to New York. And World War Two came, and he was in the Merchant Marine, and then he was. Somehow, his music got caught up in all of the civil rights movement and helped create the folk boom of the '60s and uh, and then there were just tragedies after tragedies with him he's got sort of a van Gogh kind of life with things happening all the time that, that were difficult for him to overcome and uh, so there's he's just uh, just a really interesting character and then to be able for anyone under those circumstances to be able to write you know three thousand songs or whatever it was that he wrote, nearly 3,000 songs. Really? 3,000? Yeah. I mean, he wasn't always doing the music for him. He was writing the lyrics, right. and then he'd steal, steal the melody from other songs and just apply the lyrics.
1: Didn't and, uh, you end up finishing one of his tunes?
2: I did. A, I did a song called God's Promise, and uh, it's one of my more popular songs, actually. And it's uh, a, a beautiful set of lyrics that he wrote that, uh, as a hymn, and uh, I put music to it. A lot of Stray songs like that, there are over a thousand songs that are just lyrics on a page. No one knows what melody he had planned on singing them for, and um, no one knows the guitar changes or or the tempo, except if there's some sort of note, you know, on the lyric sheet that's... Does that really
1: count then? Because there's no music to it? Maybe it was just meant to be a lyric.
2: Well, I... I I think maybe, you never know, maybe it's, maybe they were poems. Yeah. But um that's but, what,
1: that's what I'm thinking and and maybe those really weren't necessarily his songs, but I just watched this whole thing on PBS yeah. a couple of weeks ago that was very interesting. And he wasn't a tall guy either. He was like 5'6" or something. Yeah, just
2: a little guy. If, but either is Prince. That's right. Or Springsteen. Prince might be 5'6" with his high heels on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> those are stilettos. That's right. (laughs) Or or platforms, I think they were called. (laughs) Cool guitar, though. Yeah. Woody didn't have a guitar like that.
2: No, and he couldn't play like that. He was more of a writer than a musician, but uh, probably, in my mind, one of the best lyricists to ever do this as a trade.
1: Who was the musicians that influenced you to start doing this back at that age And kind of got you into this i'm sure uh, there
2: are Dil- some people dylan like a lot of people um you know i really discovered him in college in depth and uh really was moved by what he instilled him um uh, moved by what he does and and then neil young i think is joni mitchell james taylor i mean if you put all those guys in a blender with woody guthrie and the beatles maybe throwing in for good measure he'd probably come up with something close to what i try to do
1: Well, it certainly is an an interesting sound and a huge sound, and and I was amazed at what I heard just now when you played your first song here for us tonight, and and that was that uh, it was a huge sound here in the studio. What you did live acoustic was as huge almost as what I heard on the CD, which was like, (laughs) wow.
2: Well, there's some quiet songs, and there are some not-so-quiet songs, and... uh... Unfortunately, I forgot my capo tonight, so I'm going to play a lot like that. I hope you're prepared to have your your eardrums broken.
1: He's limited tonight, but he won't be on January 2nd down at the Southern.
2: know. I'll bring a capo and, a, and maybe some spare musicians to cover me if I, if I fail to produce.
1: And so. I'm going to bring a capo every time I'm supposed to see <laughs> it just so that you can't pull that on me again. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Will you play us another tune sure. and we'll talk yeah, more? yeah. Yeah.
2: The song is about Las Vegas. It's called The Lights of Vegas.
0: The desert's dry and the wind feels cool. wheels to ride do what they're told. All the love you left behind is just a shadow in your mind On the horizon you see it shining the neon right. Could love shine? Feel the way? Pull oh, yarn? Yeah. Those who leave us, they don't believe us if they could see. Swallow the fire, velvet murder for your wall. Plastic cameras, they flash around us.
1: of Vegas off of the day after everything changed, but live here in the WTJU Air Studio. This is Air Steven. We're spending Christmas Eve with Ellis Paul, who now lives right around Charlottesville and and is such a great influence on a lot of musicians in the area. Some of the the musicians, uh, I know you've taken under your wing, not that they don't have other things to do, but uh, are playing in the band that you sometimes create when you go play now, which you, a lot of times didn't have a band, but now you're doing more gigs that has a band.
2: Yeah, more, more people will be playing me this, with, with me this year. Uh, hopefully, I'm touring with uh, people regionally mostly. I'll, I'll, I'll take regional musicians when I fly into Boston. I'll, I'll work with Northeast East guys, and down here I'll try and get together a Southeast band. I'll have a Southwest band, a Midwest band, and a West Coast band. It's affordable that way, you know.
1: Yeah. And uh, who's going to be your band at the Southern? A guy named Radislav Lorkovic is coming in to play piano with me. He's from Iowa. and uh, Sounds he's a, like he's not from Iowa. Oh, well, he's Croatian.
2: and uh, <laughs> He's a stunning, a stunning piano player. And he's, he's played with a lot of the folk royalty, Odetta and Eliza Gilkason right. and uh, Jimmy Lafave, and, and then Don Conascenti from Taos, New Mexico is going to be coming in, he plays guitar for me and uh, Michael Clem who's living here in Charlottesville is going to play and who knows, I've got some invitations out there Mariana Bell's going to be opening the show and she's local here and uh, Andy Thacker I just invited in on the show on Mandolin for a few songs and there might be a few other guest
1: people coming in And are you going to do a solo set and a band set or what, how are you going to do I that? I think
2: it'll be mostly, mostly everybody on stage all the time there Except for Andy, Andy will swing in and out. And
1: well, so. I hope you kick everybody off for a couple. That's just Ellis. Yeah,
2: you like the solo stuff. Huh?
1: Well, I like it all, but I think that you know, just for, just for the lull and the action, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Do we'll what you see. like. I mean, what, who
2: am I? <laughs> Why don't you shape the show for me? You want dancing girls? All right, I'm ready. Okay. Well, Set okay, up the cage.
1: Okay. I w- I wouldn't mind some uh, uh, female vocalists, because you often use female vocalists yeah. on this album. Oh, you yeah. use.
2: Yeah, well, Mariana, hopefully, will be singing with us some, and uh, so be, it'll be good. She's a great singer. So.
1: <laughs> I like to be, ever since I saw John Waters' talk at the university, I, I said, yeah, I like that directing stuff.
2: Yeah, right. <laughs> the thing is, you just got to be really weird
1: I, I if you want to be John Waters. If you want to be like John Waters, which I don't know that anybody can be like John Waters, that's for sure. And you grew through that era, the John Waters era, for oh, sure. Oh, my
2: goodness, yeah, he had great impact on me.
1: I had nightmares
2: <laughs> <laughs> about, about John Waters. No, he's a talented guy, and you know, obviously uh, has uh, pushed back the boundaries of what's acceptable on film. So I gotta appreciate him for that. For that.
1: Um, speaking of 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 some different musicians that played here in town, yeah. I don't know if you had planned to play for us the tune that uh, you have on here that you got together a collection of more local oh, musicians, sure, yeah. and I believe the name of that tune is where's my it's
2: dragonfly
1: there. dragonfly that's right and was this a, a leftover song an adult song that came out of your dragonfly races or no you know fascination I, with dragonfly no
2: it's it's funny i should have probably titled it something else because i'm getting that every time i have an interview now with people oh,
1: who man, now I'm just like everybody else it's thanks. my it's
2: my second dragonfly <laughs> song no it's only happened twice so um but it happened today the boston herald same question but uh it's uh, Maddie Metcalf is playing a uh, accordion on that, and I'm playing acoustic guitars, and Mike Clem is playing a uh, bass guitar on it.
1: Saw so Mike Clem play a uh, acoustic bass guitar for the first time the other night yeah, at the Country he's, Christmas.
2: He's a great, he's a great bass player.
1: Why don't we listen to Dragonfly off sure. of the CD to give people another listen of the CD, and then we'll be back with Ellis Paul on Folk and Beyond. This is Dragonfly off of. The Day After Everything Changed.
0: Who let the dragon fly Into my bedroom? Was it you? Cause it's buzzing around my head Like a hurricane Was it you? Moonlight On my windowsill Did it fly from the cornfield Or up over the hill? Cause it's buzzing around my head Got me spinning here Was it you? I don't know why don't know why you, I don't know my pillowcase empty bed in an empty room there's a dragonfly flying and a red dress hanging
1: Dragonfly from Ellis Paul, that off of his CD the day after everything changed. I'm mayor Stephen. This is Folk and Beyond. You're listening to WTJU Charlottesville, 91.1 FM on the radio dial, WTJU.net on the World Wide Web. Ellis, people are listening to you, you know, all over the world right now.
2: Oh, you're on the web.
1: But that happens all the time, I suppose. That's
2: pretty That's pretty cool.
1: <laughs> we talked a little bit about your growth through the Boston time period in the era of that This CD particularly has a very interesting story in in the sense that in this day and age of musicians trying to find a way to truly make a living doing their music, and you might be very well-known and very established, which you are with 14-some albums and and a very strong fan base, but there comes a time that these labels are, are folding all over. Yeah. And, and you did something pretty unique with this album.
2: Well, I've been on a label for a long time. Uh, I've been on Rounder Records, actually, for, for my entire career, except for the first few years of it. And, and we've been through two contract cycles with them. And I finally said, you know, I don't, I don't think I need you anymore because of the internet and uh, because my audience is solid enough that I can rely on them, I get a good idea of what, you know, kind of income i have every year so we we did a uh, a fundraising project where my audience bought goods and services and that went from pre-sale cds all the way up to house concerts and a lifetime pass on the ten thousand dollar level and uh guitars and things like that that they were purchasing uh, as a fundraiser and we raised about a hundred thousand dollars which is far more than i ever had working on a label and uh and it was, it was nice not to have, to deal with sort of a middleman. And, uh, now I'm a record label and I think, you know, unless something really, really great comes along, this is going to be how I do it from here on out. And we took our time with all the artwork and, uh, Jack Looney shot the shots locally and a guy named Robert, uh, Kalski, uh, did all the design work on it in Philadelphia. And, uh, we spent a lot more money than a record label would spend on artwork and, uh, didn't have a deadline. we just put the record out when it was ready. It took a year and a half to do and um, and it shows it you know and I, I realize now that um it has a better fingerprint of me as an artist than anything I've ever done because I was always trying to work within the limitations of what the record label wanted and what their expectations were and and uh, now I'm happy to be free of that and I feel like I'm starting over in a lot of ways
1: well, it's a wonderful package is this going to be for recognition standpoints and nominations, perhaps? Because this packaging is truly amazing, and it's the kind of thing that, you know, you might get a Grammy nomination for it in a certain category even. And would it be 2010 or 2009 that that oh, would be, fit in? or? Yeah, I would go
2: for next year. We're definitely going to try and put it into the Independent Music Awards, and um, we'll, we'll try and get it um, looked at for Grammy nominations if we can. But um, we're really proud of it, and uh, it's it's not out officially, yet in stores but it we're doing an exclusive with amazon and the download of the album is available there right now you can go to it amazon.com or one of the featured artists in the folk sections and,
1: and if they join you on myspace or facebook or they can oftentimes get special lanyaps and some uh Mm-mm. Free downloads that give you advan- that you give out advanced music or
2: yeah, there's a free actually there's a free download on Amazon right now of uh, Anna Lee the first song on the album so uh, and it's going to be uh, it's there's there's going to be a, a featured song of the day on Amazon with Anna Lee going out to all the Amazon members in the country so that that should be great.
1: What is the name of your label then? It's Black Wolf Records. Black Wolf Records. We put the
2: children's record on that and uh you know hopefully if it's, if we have a good run here we'll we'll pick up other artists too and to create a co-op where people who are emerging and can can have a label to go to and we'll see.
1: Got a bunch of YouTubes up. You can uh watch Ellis Paul off of his uh I think it's on your main website. And and by the way, if you go to the WTGU.net site, there's a page up right now. Uh, that's that has a bunch of live links in it and you can click on those links and you can actually see as well as off of his own website one of them will take you to his website but you can see him jump in the water uh, <laughs> fully clothed and uh, was that a guitar that you weren't madly in love with?
2: No, actually that's my favorite electric guitar and it has a great look to it it's an Epiphone artist it's the same kind of guitar that John Lennon played when he did that rooftop concert at the end of Let It Be and uh it got wet it did get wet but it <laughs> survived <laughs> i jumped off a dock with it and uh that's
1: not a green screen
2: no no un- unfortunately we had the idea to do it and uh, we wanted to make it real so we videotaped us doing it to prove that people we we hadn't photoshopped the darn thing
1: and how many takes did it take that's the first take the
2: one and only take. only so, one take.
1: yeah
2: and we got it right how do you dry a guitar like that out well, I, I didn't touch it for three months. I was afraid that I had ruined it, so I, I just sat it there, and then finally I, I plugged it in, and everything was fine. So it, it didn't get wet enough to be a problem. And as soon as I hit the water, I tried to hold it above my head, but it, it was submerged for a little bit <laughs> a little bit there.
1: Electronic stuff is like that, though. Once It can get wet, but it, as long as you don't turn it on while it's wet right? and, and truly let it dry out. I've had cell phones go under in, in a canoe. Oh, capsize really? canoe and then kind of take it apart and dried it on top of a radiator on top of pencils very slowly uh-huh and waited a week and a half and put it back together and ta-da! yeah there you go i've, I've heard That's so smart
2: i've heard putting cell phones in a bowl of rice because the rice will absorb the moisture as well so there's some tricks there to,
1: to do anything well i'm glad you have that are you going to play that epiphone Yeah, at the show.
2: um, um, Probably not at the show, but I'm going to record. I record with it all the time whenever I need the electric.
1: Wear the same shirt.
2: Yes, (laughs) (laughs) the shirt is fine. Maybe I'll wear the shirt at the show. (laughs) Maybe we'll reenact. We'll reenact it at the Southern. I'll jump (laughs) off the stage like I'm diving in water. We'll see what happens.
1: Ellis Paul will be at the Southern on January 2nd for his first show at the Southern. Uh, The Southern has some great sound in there
2: yeah i you know it's uh, under under new ownership it's a former gravity lounge and uh the sound guy Andy is one of the owners and he's doing a great job it does it does sound wonderful he put
1: there. some great sound stuff together and it can I, I've heard him all the way from loud disco DJ or I guess it's not disco anymore it's rave or something
2: yeah they try and throw a different cooler
1: but word but huge huge bass as well yeah. it just blew me away Thumping. how loud it was in there and then I've heard some acoustic acts and it just it sounds really good in there yeah that'll be at the southern do you have another thing you can sure. play for us live here uh-huh. Another ditty. This is called Littlewood
2: Guitar. It's, uh, it's a Christmas song. I want to get one of those in here.
1: Yeah, that's brand new stuff I heard.
2: Yeah, this is on uh, a song I wrote. It's on Sugarland's Christmas record. They're a country band. It's Christmas Day.
0: And the snow is coming down. Church bells sway. Down the rain, away the town. Saints his lines, the pews will be full of day. Mr. Howell cranks up the plow, his blades will clear the way. It's Christmas Day, and the pecan pies are baking. Mother say it's the giving, not the taking. My brother's brand new bicycle is out jangling. And I watched him through the icicle Though I never thought I'd ever settle down It's Christmas Day And my little ones are waking I hear them play I can hear their presents shaking Oh, this boy on his brand new bike is all jangling watching him but there's a what part
1: from ellis paul right here on christmas yeah, eve that's awesome
2: are. christmas eve
1: that's just awesome and you're also a movie star of sorts not a movie star you haven't been in movies i don't think but your your music
2: yeah, yeah i've had music in a few films and i'm really proud of how they were used in those films this was a lot of fun and uh, hopefully get a few more from from this record
1: yeah you've been in um You've been, and uh, me myself and Irene and uh, Shallow Hal both used mm-hmm. some of your music, and I saw. Pe- I think I saw Pe- Peter Farrelly on a trailer the other day. I think he's acting too.
2: Yeah, I saw it. both he and Bobby, his brother, were in something that that uh, was
1: weird. But but. And I had never seen him in a, a movie before. Maybe he has, and I just haven't seen him. But anyway, it was kind of funny. My my son and I just last night had had seen him in. Isn't that Peter Farrelly?
2: <laughs> They're funny guys.
1: It was kind of weird because they played this uh, trailer last night that was upside down and backwards. Ah. Which, it wasn't that one, but it was kind of right after that, so, and we were just getting there, so all of a sudden... <laughs> it was the new one with Tina Fey and, so, and yeah. uh, David Corell or David Corell, I think his name is, from Office. Yeah. Right. And it was up, literally upside down and backwards. So however they packed the film, it was truly amazing. <laughs> but I uh, did recognize Peter Farrelly. And maybe there'll be something in Three Stooges, huh? They're, I think they're doing Three Stooges next.
2: I hope so. I mean, he's, I've sent Peter the, the record, and he likes it a lot. So you, you never know. I'm just thankful for what, I, what I've got and what I get. I can't really control.
1: Yeah, that's really cool. Ellis Paul will be performing at the Southern. I just want to say that a couple more times. Do you know what time that show starts and that's uh, what day it is?
2: You know, it's a Saturday. a Saturday. I know that. And I'm guessing it probably starts at 8. But you might want to check the website. Yeah.
1: But uh, And that's because you have an opener as well. Yeah, and
2: the wonderful Mariana Bell will be there opening up. And uh, she's going to have some friends with her who are local folks. And it should be
1: great. Did you have another seasonal song that you had oh, hoped to play or is, did you want I wanna... did if
2: I had the old capo I'd probably uh, be okay with that but uh, okay. um, no I don't have a, unless you want to hear Jingle Bells just
1: completely no, butchered no, I could that do one. that I, I, I could I would like to hear you do Paul uh, an impression of Paul Schaefer doing an impression of Cher doing Oh Holy Night though
2: <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, uh, I, I need my assless chaps <laughs> but if you have
1: anything you want to play we'd love to hear it live
2: well, sure. Let me go. Um, we'll go here with this song. This is a, I guess it's a song about Alaska. So maybe you think winter snow and you can ah, get you back sure. to Christmas. But uh, this is called Alice's Champagne Palace.
0: It's a rickety plane from Seattle up and Anchorage. The platform staring at the midnight sun Jumping my pickup, brother, we'll ride We'll bring your troubles down high when I I got a pull-out couch and a job lined up And the canneries Yeah, you Get your ride to Homer, Alaska And brother, the drinks will be on me We'll raise a glass, lift the showers Welcome to Alice's Champagne Palace, the finest bar on the strip and home, Alaska, Alaska, if you're from New York, Dallas, you'll find a home at the Champagne Palace, Alice will pour you cold when you go ahead, ask her if you're running rise from ocean to sky in Homer, Alaska And am will steal your breath and your troubles in the blink of an eye You'll hear a band with a steel guitar oh, There's a window seat right at the bar And the whales are preaching, Alice, she's preaching like a rolling stone Push an Asian jar across the bar and say Mr. Welcome home, raise a glass Lift the chalice, welcome to Alice Champagne Palace, finest bar on the strip And Homer, Alaska, Alaska to a prettier place than Homer, Alaska. You'll never meet a kinder face than the one behind the bar. A homer's a town full of misfit toys, renegade women and runaway boys. Everybody's got some story here in homer I guess sometimes you gotta go the earth just stopped You just might stay if you're running away to Alaska, 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 oh, Alaska,
1: Alaska. Alice's Champagne Palace, I think.
2: Yes, yeah, it's the Millers of Homer, Alaska.
1: When were you in Alaska? Or do you go there often? I
2: do. I go, I've been there three times now. It's gorgeous. I go up every other year, it seems.
1: You go in the summer or the winter?
2: Summertime. <laughs> I Winters guess are
1: tough. there. really tough. It's light a lot in the
2: summertime. All night. Yeah, it's just like a, <laughs> a little bit of dusk between one and two in the morning, and then it comes back. It's
1: That might be strange. your most requested song. Here? At well, the station? No, or, I think in general. In
2: concert. Certainly, no? yeah, you know. It's it's not requested because I they know I, I'm gonna play it anyway, ah. so it's like requesting a uh, Freebird at you know. <laughs> the only place Freebird doesn't get requested is at one of their shows, you know. And uh, so yeah, Alice at Champagne Palace is uh, uh, I guess because it's a drinking song, it's it's the party song of my set, so people appreciate hearing it.
1: Ellis Paul live in the WTG Air Studio. It's been such a pleasure to thank have you in today. Merry
2: Christmas to you and all your listeners, and thank you for doing this wonderful
1: show. Taking the time to come on Christmas Eve, and I'm sure you're going to spend some time with your family. And Yeah. And uh, it's, it's great, great that you uh, could give it to the world's family as well here today. Thank you. Let's pick a tune to go out with here off of your CD. i want to do Anna Lee. there? The yeah, first let's do Anna Lee. It's easy. Annalie's an awesome tune, and uh, Rose Tattoo is the second tune. I love that tune. Hurricane Angel I played when it first came out because it was right around when I first got a hold of this CD, this advanced music, The Katrina Time. There's an incredible tune on here called Cotton's Burning that uh, deals with uh, Civil War time. You know, before I I say goodbye, one of the things I also wanted to ask you, the day after everything changed, there seems to be a certain flow to this that it starts out with these things that have happened to people, that they have to dig deep to find out why the life, or their life, or life in general, it, it still needs their needs hope, or trying to find this hope. But by the end of the CD, it seems like there's there's all these songs that have all this hope in it, and and it. it seems like it takes a transition is that just me that heard that or is that something that you that, that's happening well
2: you know now that uh now that you mentioned uh you're the first person that's ever brought it up but it, it's it's all the songs are about people that that are at some sort of crossroads and uh and maybe it's a difficult time or maybe it's actually a sweet time for them but all of them are crossing that lane where things are going to be different from that point on and uh so how it was arranged is just by chance i guess but you're right in that they're they're all about that kind of topic.
1: And the day after everything changes, particularly, particularly that feeling.
2: Yeah, and that's why we chose it for the title of the whole, whole CD.
1: You can get one of those CDs, advanced type of release... Is it scheduled for a national release at this point? or uh, still Yeah, not Jan- scheduled? January 12th. You
2: can get the, the body of the, the, the physical CD at my website right now. And if you want it immediately, you can download it on Amazon within seconds. And uh, it's, it's very cheap on Amazon, like 8 dollars right now because it's on sale. But uh, again, you can go to the website if you want the actual physical CD.
1: Ellis Paul will be performing, and the CD will be available at the Southern on January 2nd. Thanks so much, Ellis. Thanks, sir.
0: Skipping stones at the edge of the dock A fog came rolling in quiet like a hawk The river so smooth it could shatter with a rock Felt like I was walking on water Then the doctor's daughter came and dove right in Lord Almighty, she's nothing but skin. I could turn my head, but she may never come again. She's filling the sky with her laughter.
1: Such a pleasure to have Ellis Paul in. Thanks for the text that I got, all you folks that were listening. I really, really appreciate that. And and I hope you have a wonderful holiday with those near and dear to you. And things happen well for you in the upcoming year. And hang in there, you know. That's all we can do is hang in there. When you think about it, I'm just glad I'm here. I all the other places that I could be or visit, I'm really glad that I'm right here Right now, and you know, when you consider the alternative of not being right here, right now, it's a good place to be. <laughs> that would be not being anywhere. I'll be back next week for a New Year's Eve rendition of folk and beyond. First, it's Christmas Eve, then it will be New Year's Eve. I'll leave you with Jonathan Pointer. Even on this Christmas Eve, this is Bon the Operation Enduring Narcissism Waltz. Good evening, everyone. I'll see you next week, and until then, please, please keep rocking the boat without me.
3: Bone
0: Beyond with Air Stephen for a journey into contemporary folk
1: music from all over the planet.